This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Today, I bring you to a magical land of cancer, where people say wicked things for public consumption and as a consequence, their basic trust in their fellow man is shattered. Their faith may be lost, and their hope for the future dashed into a thousand razor-sharp pieces. I speak, of course, of Twitter. Usually, if you see me focusing on something I saw on Twitter, it's a sign that it's a slow news day. That's absolutely not the case today, unfortunately. Instead, what I have is kind of weird, and it comes from Twitter, so let's strap ourselves in and have a look at what is quite possibly the strangest tweet I've seen from Francis in my entire life. And that's saying something because he's had some strange tweets in his time. So let's have a look at this to kick this off. If you're seeing this on YouTube, then the tweet is on your screen. It reads, quote, Let us turn this time of crisis into a test case to prepare for our collective future. Without an all-embracing vision, there will be no future for anyone. End quote. Well, that's rather ominous. What did he mean by that? And by he, I don't mean Francis because I sincerely doubt that he runs his own Twitter account. So I have to ask, what did the seminarian or junior league member of the Lavender Mafia who runs his account for him and tweets what he's told mean by this? I'm sure Francis told him to put it on his various social media pages, though his Facebook page hasn't been updated in quite some time. But this tweet is probably linked to the one he sent out earlier that day, which is also ominous. Quote, a crisis is the moment to make a choice. This crisis is a time of social crisis. How should we react? with perseverance, silence, and fidelity to God and decisions made earlier. A moment of crisis is like passing through fire to become stronger. Hashtag homily Santa Marta. End quote. Decisions made earlier. What does that even mean? Anyone have any ideas? Crux Magazine, which claims to be taking the Catholic pulse, but in reality represents the left modernist pulse, provides what might be some context, I guess. It's probably related in a small way. In their piece Sunday Morning Online, they said that Francis is trying to hold Italy together, which probably means both working to keep that country from descending into a worse mess than it is already, but also politically to keep the recently ousted rock star politician Matteo Salvini from gaining influence and getting elected in a populist wave that would dash to pieces the weird plans of the NGOs and our international rootless ruling class. In addition, Crux reminds their readers that Francis needs to get on with the mission to reform the Vatican. And for once, they have a point. A financial scandal has been plaguing the Vatican for months, if not a lot longer than that, and it's lately gone largely unreported. It entails the usual nonsense, disappearing funds, embezzlement, all the normal things I've reported to the point of boredom. Prior to being jailed on false charges, Cardinal Pell had been investigating these crimes, and I'm sure his jailing had absolutely nothing whatsoever to do with that, right? But let's let Crux give us some information on this recent round of corruption from the Vatican. Quote, at some point when this is over, Francis will have to face the fact that his own house needs some work, too. The thought occurs in connection to a cryptic communique listed late Thursday by the Vatican Press Office, announcing that individual measures for certain employees of the Holy See had been taken after earlier ones adopted as part of an investigation into financial investments and the real estate sector of the Secretary of State expired. 
What Vatican spokesman Matteo Bruni did not say out loud was that the five employees in question had been fired, and, no less, just hours before Francis would use his daily live-streamed Mass on the Italian Labor Day and the Church's Feast of St. Joseph the Worker to pray for workers' rights. Let's pray for all workers, so that no one is without work and all are justly paid, the Pope said. The firings came directly from Francis, who obviously decided not to wait for the results of the ongoing investigation, despite the fact that at least one of the employees reportedly hasn't even been interrogated yet. The termination notices the five received did not offer an official motive, presumably to avoid the possibility of appeal. End quote. Okay, so we have likely thieves or other criminals being fired from the Vatican Bank. Good. Again, as I've detailed numerous times, the Vatican Bank has been a source of near-constant scandal since the 1960s, and every pope since Paul VI has tried and failed spectacularly to meaningfully reform that institution. But I do have to wonder, was Francis's ominous tweet I started this with linked to that at all? You know, I actually kind of doubt it. So again, I ask, what did he mean by this being a test case to prepare for our collective future? While tackling corruption at the Vatican Bank is great and laudable, Aiding it on the global international front is not. So let's turn to LaCroix, makers of both fine-flavored water and apparently reporters of Catholic News. They reported on this back on April 20th, so this tweet is quoting a homily Francis gave at a mass he live-streamed. The problem is LaCroix stupidly puts their articles behind a paywall, but they do give us an idea of what this is about. Headline, Use this time of trial to prepare for our collective future, says the Pope. The time has come to eliminate inequalities, to heal the injustice that is undermining the health of the entire human family. End quote. Okay, so it's more of the same from him. Kind of makes you think, right? Two weeks later, he's having his social media handler remind people of the need to embrace collectivism and fight what he calls injustices. We can get a better idea of just what is going on here by looking at the Catholic Courier. They have basically the same story, and here's an excerpt from that. Quote, as the world slowly recovers from the affliction, there is a risk it will be struck by an even worse affliction, that of selfish indifference, Pope Francis said. This dangerous threat is spread by the thought that life is better if it is better for me and that everything will be fine if it is fine for me. It begins there and ends up selecting one person over another, discarding the poor and sacrificing those left behind on the altar of progress, he said in his homily at a Mass on Divine Mercy Sunday, April 19th. The current crisis instead must compel people to prepare for a collective future that sees the whole human family as one and holds all of the earth's gifts in common in order to be shared justly with those in need, he said. End quote. And there you have it. The thought was so compelling to him that he wanted to repeat it this weekend, causing a storm of activity on Catholic Twitter, which isn't surprising and actually not that hard to do. I really don't know where his love of collectivism comes from. Collectivism isn't compatible with the faith. Neither is individualism, to be honest. We're a family and community-focused people when it comes to our earthly affairs. Seeing the individual finding his strength and best chance of achieving his potential by being embedded in the family and by serving others. It's why the church is fine with people having absolutely ludicrous amounts of money in their possession, as long as they serve others. It's okay to be rich as long as you love your neighbor and defend the family and serve the poor. It's not hard. Yes, the church talks about the common good, but that doesn't mean embracing collectivism. It's a complex concept, one that gets overlooked or misunderstood these days, especially when you read official writings of the bishops that's that are obviously influenced by liberation theology, where they push silly ideas like seamless garments and the cry of the earth and the rest of that drivel. Now, I'll applaud Francis for dismissing corrupt bureaucrats from the Vatican, but in the end, his focus seems to be pretty clear. 
If you've been listening to me ramble on YouTube for any length of time, you know that the current crisis in this, this pontificate is one where the church is being told to embrace the international sustainable development agenda. And it's not new to his, his pontificate either. Benedict did some of that too. And this is more of that. His words in that homily and repeated Sunday morning on Twitter reflect this, which makes me wonder what he meant by his earlier tweet, where he said, we need to stick to plans made earlier. It was in the same day, and in the context of the current crisis, it makes me wonder. Anyway, let me know your thoughts on this. Maybe Francis should fire his Twitter handler and get a new person who tweets out gospel quotes and pictures of fuzzy kittens and the like. Thank you for listening. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.